So being a latchkey kid means that door is just always unlocked and the and your parents aren't there. Oh, okay. So it's like a certain duration where the parent felt that it was safe for their children to be home alone. You see, my child, you are partially right. You were left alone, but uh, you do have some errors in your statements. Let me make some corrections. You see, in the phrase latchkey, there is a word key, which infers that there is something locked that needs to be unlocked. And that would be the front door, for it was always locked, unless unlocked by us at the end of the day or by our parents when they came home. Latchkey kids would carry their keys on their person. For some of us, like me, it was around their neck. For others, they were left somewhere hidden near the front door so they could be opened at the end of the school day. And we were to enter that and stay there until our parents get home. Now, you see, there were some instances where I had forgotten my key, left it, misplaced it, lost it, doesn't matter. I didn't have it. And I would have to sit outside the entire afternoon until my parents got home late at night. But that's the way that it was before. So, while you think that there was free reign of the world, no, it was actually a lot more controlled than you may think. We were to go inside and stay there until our parents got home in those days. But they were, of course, good days indeed. Yeah, I'm never using screens with my kids. It's just not happening. I mean, just play with them. It's so easy. Well, I mean, it's probably okay if I have to get something done. <laughs> Look, y'all are cute, but we use screens. Screens are how I pee. Screens are how I'm with you ladies today. Screens, ladies. Screens. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, maybe I'll use it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, I come to you today with something I came up with a couple days ago that I thought was rather insightful, and I thought I'd share it with everybody on the show today. Uh, in my opinion, and I'm about to back this up with facts, I would love to hear what you have to say, especially if you are an older if you're an older person or if you currently live in this latchkey type of situation at your home, whether you're a kid or you're a parent, my friends, I believe we've gone from latchkey kids to lock screen kids. I believe that we've gone from a time when kids wouldn't come home early. From, they'd come home from school, they'd have the key around their neck like the gentleman in the first video was talking about. They'd unlock the door, and then they would just be either in the house or in the neighborhood for hours before their parents came home from work. Now, that still happens today. However, with the digital age that we now live in, and with the post-COVID era level of technology that's unavoidable, you can't get around it. Whether it's school, work, leisure, makes no difference. Everybody has a phone. Everybody has a connection to the internet. And look, if you live in a first world country, if you're watching this show, if you're listening to this show, you have access to the internet. My friends, today kids are often, look at the second video. The second video was about a woman who, if you were listening on audio, she was talking about with no kids that she would she would never be caught dead giving her children screen time, right? Well, then when she has one kid, she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not using here and there. I mean, I'm not too bad. I mean, 
it, it'll help for sure. And then before you know it, she's like, oh, I need these screens. These screens are a necessity. I cannot function in peace without them. Now, I want to note that her cup of wine seems to also be getting bigger in those episodes. That's another thing they don't tell you about. <laughs> Kids, if you're listening to the show, if you think your parents are always... Um, like super, like Superman or Wonder Woman, they're not. They're valuable people, just like everybody else. But my friends, I think it highlights this necessity of parents to have their own time, whether it be at work or if they work from home, all oh, the screen time is through the roof. If they don't have that, that, that time of sanity, that time to be apart from the household and to... Just gotta be somewhere else, both physically and mentally. They don't have that distinction between, hi, I'm here at work and I'm at home. I drive to work and then I drive home. That's becoming more and more of a thing of the past. People more and more are working from home. They're working remotely. And all they gotta do is instead of driving 20 miles, they walk 20 feet and they're downstairs and where their family is. It's becoming more and more of a mixed pot of everything's all in the same place, which then makes it more complicated. I know a guy, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I know a guy who's about the same age as me, you know, in his mid to early 20s, and he works from home. He works in his apartment, but when he gets off the call, when he hangs it up for the day and he's free, he's like, I gotta get the heck out of my house. I gotta get the heck out of this place. I gotta go to the farmer's market. I gotta go to the park. I gotta go to the gym. I gotta go somewhere, anywhere else than right here. And you know what? I'm noticing more and more that when I walk into a restaurant, when I'm going to the park, when I'm going to all these places that we all go to, more and more kids are on screens I'll tell you a little story. Last weekend, so my, my parents are moving out of their house, right? And last weekend, uh, my mo my mother came down. I was having dinner with my mother, my sister, my brother, my grandfather, you know. And then I was we were at this Italian restaurant in town. And when we were sitting down at the table on the terrace looking around and all the people, you know how you people watch when you're surrounded by people, right? And I look around and I saw older I saw older people, I saw young families with children. I saw the whole shebang, right? But there was this one there was this family of the kid would be crying. The kid was crying. And then the, the dad would just be like, take the screen. Just give him give her the give her the phone to the wife. And so she gave her the phone and immediately the kid stopped crying. And then when the food came, no, I wasn't stalking these people. I was just looking around and when the kid's crying, you notice the stuff, right? And when the kid was crying, the kid wasn't crying when she had the phone. And then when the phone was taken away because her food was there, the kid started crying again. And so the dad then gave the phone back and then just turned on like a movie. I think the movie was uh, Megamind, I think. But my friends, look, I noticed these things. The parents have gone from being not in the house to potentially in the house, but they're not present. Whether it's they're not present physically or not just present mentally, the kids are distracted. The kids are apart from the parents. The parents are not there. The parents are not parenting. 
Now, I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm a parent, your kid is not my place. But what I will tell you is I noticed that these kids are becoming so enamored with their screens. And it's not like they're using it like I'm using my computer right now for work. It's not like they're using it for productive purposes. They're using it for entertainment. They're using it for social media. They're using it for purposes that hold no actual value. It's just a way for them to waste time, a way for the parents to distract the kids. The dads used to go outside and play football with their sons. Now the son plays Madden on his Xbox or PlayStation. The mother used to go out and, you know, maybe go shopping with the daughter or, or talk with the daughter or do something like that. Now the daughter just watches a, a fashion influencer on, on TikTok, Instagram, or on YouTube and maybe shows it to her mom here and there. People are so obsessed with their phones. They're so obsessed with media. They're obsessed with the constant need to consume content. My friends, I, my parents will tell me stories about how they wouldn't come inside until the lights, like the, the street lights turned on because there was no screens really. I mean, they had TV, sure, but they played with the kids in the neighborhood. They went out and they had adventures. My dad would tell me stories about how the kids would like throw mud balls and do all this kind of stuff with when he was a kid. They get on these makeshift skateboards and they go down hills. They do these things. And now people don't do those things. Instead, they play like PUBG, uh, they play Apex Legends, they play Fortnite. They do all these things instead. They don't, oh, they go on Instagram or watch TikTok videos for hours. They don't have that same connection to people anymore. We don't have that connection even to our parents because the parents are busy and the only connections you tend to have even now is with screens. It's crazy to me. And I, I know I talk like I'm some old guy. I'm not an old guy. I'm only 23. But I come from a time when in middle school and elementary school, we, I mean, there was like MySpace, but my, there was no modern day iPhone. I was a kid, really. We had iPods for music. We, we didn't have iPhones that people have nowadays. Or at least they weren't mainstream like they are now. I don't remember really using a phone consistently until I was really in high school or late junior high. I didn't really use that kind of stuff when I was in middle school, beginning of it, in elementary school. But now I see kids that are basically toddlers playing on phones, iPads. It's ridiculous. It's crazy to me. I Gen Alpha, I genuinely feel sorry for because they're not going to understand what, or be able to relate to the world and what it was like for thousands of years before screens and the internet happened. My generation of Gen Z and the older ones at that were, were the, like the last guard of that really didn't have screens thrust in our face every two minutes. I think I'm part of like the last guard that actually grew up kind of having a normal childhood where I played with kids in the street and I went to the park and I played follow the leader. I did all this kind of stuff that most kids do. Most kids don't do that stuff now. They don't do that anymore. Not that I see. I live in the neighborhood. I live in a suburb neighborhood. I don't see people doing this stuff. 
I don't. I don't see kids playing around in the street or on their on their bikes or on their scooters. I don't see kids doing this stuff anymore. I used to see it more even when I was a younger teenager. I don't see it anymore. They're probably busy playing video games or doing something else. But here, before I really... I want to show you. Let me show you this real quick. So a latchkey kid, let me define some terms before I continue. A latchkey kid or latchkey child is a child who returns to an empty home after school or a child who is often left at home with no supervision because parents are away at work. Such a child can be any age alone or with siblings who are also under the age of major of a majority for their community. In other words, they're usually kids like elementary school, junior high, high school, the, the, the parents just aren't there. Now, I want to show you a little more research I got from Yale. Let's look at this. It says, smartphones, tablets, gaming systems, and other screen devices have become a major temptation for people of all ages. But a new study is focusing on the possible connection between excessive screen media activity and mental health problems. Uh-oh, in youth. Uh-oh, that's right. Now, hold on a second. Before we continue with that, I want to pull something up, pull something else up real quick. Look at this. Look at this. Another study from the NIH that we'll get into in a second. I wanted to show it to you. It's real. Before we go into that, let's look at this. Look at, look at this. Some children cope without supervision of going back to the latchkey kits now. With left alone for less than three hours, it says children being left alone for more than three hours often present with low self-esteem, low academic efficiency, and high levels of depression. Uh-oh, that's right. And this is the latchkey kids. Let's go back over here to the Yale School of Medicine talking about the more modern-day screen time. The lock screen kids, as I call them. The study led by a facility at Yale's Department of Psychiatry and Columbia School of Nursing analyzed screen media activity in over 5,010 9- to 10-year-old children who participated in the Adolescent Brain Cognitive Development Study, or the ABCD study. The largest term... The, see, the largest long-term analysis of brain development and child health in the United States of America. Let's look at what they found. It found, here we go, here it comes. It found, again, this is from over 5,000 kids who are 9, 10 years old. It says, it found that youth who spent the most time on their digital technology were statistically more likely to exhibit longer, uh, higher levels of internalizing problems two years later. Internalizing problems could include the following, depression, anxiety, social anxiety, um, somatic complaints, and other concerns. This, is, this association between frequent screen time and mental health problems were, was medicated by specific changes in brain development. In other words, my friends, the brain chemistry is being altered as the activity is changing, the brain chemistry is changing with it. The scientists have found, previously found similar patterns of brain development in ABCD youth who, who spent the most time with technology and adults who consumed alcohol earlier in life. Now, look at this. Look, 
They are correlating these changes with people who consume alcohol too early. That's, that's pretty big, at least in my opinion. However, the current study did not find out that the same brain changes medicated relationships between frequent screen time and externalized problems two years later. It says externalized problems could include the following. Physical aggression, attention to all the people who say that violent video games and all this stuff has no impact on children. Again, let me highlight this. They're just saying that this can lead to... It says that they don't see a direct link, but the link is possible. And here's what they say. Physical aggression. Verbal bullying. Relational aggression. Defiance. And other concerns. My friends, let me ask you something. Um, have you seen these videos of these young people, so-called? Uh, the bullying rates are going up. Cyberbullying is causing a lot more self-deletions out here for young people. Uh, a lot more people being beat up in the street. Young people beating each other up in the streets. Wanting to join the gangs. Uh, they're more defiant towards authority, whether that authority come from the police or their parents. I believe that this is not happening in a vacuum. I firmly believe this. Kids aren't dumb. But they're also very impressionable. And they're not going to understand how this is affecting them because they don't have the self-awareness required to do so. This is why it falls to people who are older, such as me or the people in my generation and above. It is our responsibility to let these kids know and to course correct them from falling upon this state. The... Social media is bad for kids. I firmly believe this. Because back in the day, you would compare yourself to the people in your school. You compare yourself to the people maybe at your church. Or you compare yourself to the people in your city or your town. But today, you're comparing yourself with kids around the world. And that goes for me as a 20-year-old, as a guy in my 20s. That goes for people in, like, that are in high school. That goes for people in middle school or elementary school. The level of competition has never been higher. You mean to tell me that the fact that there are the best and brightest in the world are now being compared in, to everybody else? And you mean to tell me that people don't feel insecure about that? You mean to tell me that people aren't going to sit there and say, wait a minute, why are they special and I'm not? How dare they get more attention than me? Is there something wrong with me? There can't be, right? But is there? These conversations are being had. And it's causing problems. Now, you'll never be able to get rid of this completely. But this transition from the lock key kids to the lock screen kids has happened, my friends. Now, it's not happening. It has happened. The question is, what do we do about it? Well, you need to spend more time with the kids and you need to... We need to give kids options. And we need to... Uh, inform them as to what is happening and how their current behavior could affect their future. I know they might not even care about it. But don't be afraid of your kids. I know parents and I've seen them who are almost afraid of their kids. I, when I grew up, I was afraid of my dad. Not that he was a mean guy, 
but I had respect for him and I knew that he had authority. A lot of parents today tiptoe around their, around their kids and it's disgusting and it makes me sick. Why do they do that? They shouldn't. You need to keep your kids in line. You need to tell them what's going on. You need to show them and actually be present in their life and not be afraid of them. I know it may sound silly, but it's not. It's happening all over the place. My friends, I want you to know what's happening in this country if you don't see it. This, the rise in mental health issues for kids, do you think that's happening on its own? It's not. It's linked to the screen usage and how it's affecting the inter, interweaving of relationships between kids and between kids and parents. This is happening all over the place. And it needs to be addressed. It needs to be discussed. We need to have these conversations. We can't hide our heads in the sand like ostriches. We need to have tough conversations so the wool is not pulled over our eyes. My friends, I want to know what you have to say about this. What are your thoughts? Do you have kids? Are you a kid? What are your thoughts on this? But in the meantime, I would love for you to leave your comments. If you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble, you can leave it over there. In the comment section, or if you're listening on the audio podcast, you can head on over to the um, channel on YouTube. It's the same name. Or on Rumble. Or you can go to my Twitter page if you want. Everybody can. To, sh- to at Sheep Get Sheared. And I'll be posting a question relating to this topic because I believe it needs to be discussed. And you can follow me over there if you want to follow more about the channel and get more news and just follow me and what I'm doing and what the show will do in the future. But until next time, my friends, I think this conversation needs to be had and and this topic needs to be addressed. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.